What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Nafta 30 podcast? I have this crazy idea that I want to try. Um, before we start, I just want to lay it out that we're going to have an interview I did with Dr. Matt from the Healthy Family Clinic in Milton on, on entrepreneurship and um, building on success and that kind of stuff and just where he sees it and how he sees it. This is a, actually an interview we did quite a while ago. But I wanted to uh, take a couple minutes beforehand. This isn't going to be like my traditional, you know, 50 to two minute, 50 second to two minute intro. I actually want to take a couple minutes just to talk about the podcast and where it is in 2017 going into 2018. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, this podcast started with myself and, and Aaron uh, Alfred uh, almost two years ago. And... We started in his garage with just an idea. It's actually it was started as his podcast, and I, w- I came on board. He he posted something on Facebook saying that he wanted a co-host, and if, if he thought that if anyone was interested in being a co-host and what they would, if they could add anything that maybe he wasn't touching on. And of course, you know, I was going to take the opportunity of being a big podcast fan and also introducing a lot of people in my life to podcasts. Now, podcasts seem so. Um, so like re- relevant and, and everybody knows what a podcast is now But I, I started listening to podcasts Eight, almost nine years ago And at that time There's only like ten podcasts That were actually really like good podcasters Kevin Smith's Smodcast uh, Mark Marion, WTF And Rogan, Joe Rogan's podcast I started listening on. Uh, they had just released a seventh episode And I, had, I started listening at that point And I just thought it was a cool platform, and for years I just thought, you know, it would be cool, but I really didn't have anything to say. Um, and then when Aaron started his, it started, this podcast started off as, um, what was it, oh shoot, Dad's Garage Podcast, or the Garage Dad Podcast, and he just kind of talked about random things, and then I came on board, we started sharing experiences and that kind of stuff. And uh, I get asked all the time, like, not after 30 podcasts doesn't make any sense, and it all started... Aaron and I were sitting down in, in his garage that he had converted half of it into a little sanctuary slash studio. And, uh, and he said to me, no, we were talking about partying the night before. Or, and I said, you know, I used to be able to go out and drink and party, but not now, not after 30. And he goes, wait, that's it. That's the name of the, that's the, name of the podcast, not after 30. And I'm like, all right, we went with it. I, uh, it's hard. It's hard for, it doesn't roll off the tongue like people expect it to, but it was something that... I thought, um, after saying it enough times to myself, I thought that it, it could work. And I guess it, maybe it's different enough that people might remember it, but most people end up fumbling it, which is fine. It's cool. You know, like nothing, it's fine. It doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> in the, the, in the, the bottom line is I don't think that um, coming up with a title is easy or the name of a podcast or the name of a studio or anything like that. None of that stuff's easy. Because um, everything gets like criticized, so it's fine. It, it was something that came up naturally in conversation, and I'm pretty happy with it now. Um, again, if you if you if you're newer to the podcast, I don't want to do like a revisionist history of of everything that that's happened, but just kind of like the starting point of the podcast. And so since Aaron and I sat down in his garage and and it kind of evolved from the the Garage Dads podcast into 
uh, the Not After 30 podcast, we started growing. We started bringing guys like John and Dave into the podcast and really building those guys and, and just as, as as people, as characters. Like, we we're all kind of like characters, but not char- like not acting like characters, but familiar faces or familiar voices on the podcast. And since then, like, Dave and I had to have done a sp- a spin-off podcast, the Grown Up D Fran, and then John. John started his own show, the uh, what's John's podcast called again? He doesn't really have a name for it. The John to Know Our podcast. I don't know. It's been a while since he's released anything, but he still has intentions of it. The guy just moved. He's still kind of getting familiar in his place. But I don't know. I, I've, I've looked at this podcast since, since um, I'd say like um, maybe December, November, December of um, almost two years ago, Aaron came to me and he's like, you know, I'm not really, I don't really have the time or the patience to do this. At that point, he was transitioning jobs and he still had, a, um, I think his son was about a year, a year and a half at that point. And anyways, I don't know. He, he said he wasn't really into it, but if I was still wanting to do it, I should take it over and do it. And that's what I did. I didn't know anything about it. I still don't know much about it, but I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I really find it as this beautiful outlet for creativity. And, you know, I, I've always thought of myself as a creative person, but I'm not the type of person that I can't, I can't sit down and, and draw a nice picture or sketch out something or even have anything with balance. Everything that I draw or anything like that has some asymmetry to it that doesn't make much sense. And I, and I, you know, I, I didn't, I wasn't musically inclined. I can only appreciate music. I can't reproduce music. And all that stuff was like, uh, it always was very bothersome to me. And I always thought that my creative output would have been in my, in my nine to five, you know, I'm a hairstylist nine to five. And I always thought my creativity would be there. But after being in the business now for 10 plus years, I can, I can do a lot of what I thought was my creativity. But what I found was it, it's not so much creativity as it is reproduction. And when something's very trendy, it becomes a reproduction and everything just gets copied off that. So there's no creativity there. Sure, there are those moments where that creativity happens. But it's not the, it's not the creativity that I was desiring and the creativity that I was craving. And then before I even knew it, I, I was throwing myself into the podcast, you trying to put out, you know, designing covers for the podcast. If you, if, if you don't, if like, if you're just listening to this on iTunes and you don't see like the artwork that goes into it, if you check out our SoundCloud account, every, or even our Facebook page, every single episode gets a new cover and I design all those covers and I put the time into the artwork. Very rarely do I try to mail it in, but I've gotten so good at it now that I can actually, I can put something together in, in two or three minutes before it used to take me, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes, and I was trying to make everything perfect, but then I realized podcasting isn't perfect. People like hearing the banging on the table, the the, the drink being poured, um, and, they, and they like the, the, the do-it-yourself mentality, and that was something that we actually kind of talked about this in the podcast with Dr. Matt, and it, it, I believe that not only is this helping me explore my creativity and the creativity that I desire just as a person to help me function day to day, but it also helps my entrepreneur spirit kind of ring out a little bit. And I'll be the first to admit, I've, I've, I've never a great student and, you know, I just, I've always looked for an avenue that I can be great in, not good. And I really want podcasting and our new venture to, to be part of that. And um, 
I just feel, I'm sorry, if I'm saying and um, a lot, I'm so sorry. I really didn't have anything prepared for this. I knew I, I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but I wasn't exactly sure on how to, how to get there. And I started scribbling notes down, but the notes, I just kept going in a circle. And, and I'm not that type of person that can sit down and etch out something. It has to come from the heart. It has to come from off the top of the head. That's that's how I work best. And, and I'm sorry for the ands and ums. And if I end up repeating myself. But that being said, I really needed to do this. I needed to put my heart out there and tell you what the Not After 30 podcast means to me. It means so much. Now, since the birth of my daughter, um, life's been hectic and work's also been very busy. And then we also moved and then we did renovations. Like It has been overwhelming. But I'm tired of that as an excuse why my passion and my creativity and everything else that I, I, I strive for in life is on hold. So I'm making a valiant effort to expand, also create more. And I want to uh, I want to be able to put more content out there. And I need the support. If you're listening to this, I need the support. Um, likes and re and shares is, is always important, are always important. But, uh, you know, just drop me a line just if there's like constructive criticism or anything i would appreciate that because i want to make something that people actually want to hear and see and so i just want to put that out there a couple weeks ago i was at the toronto wolfpack game and i got some really good interviews unfortunately we had this like weird setup with the gopro and it was working really well but we were having some actual physical technical difficulties not just the ones that happened in my brain but we had some technical difficulties with some of our uh, it was a, it's a long story but the memory card that we were using was a wrong memory card so it only saved some things it wouldn't save everything and then the things that it wasn't saving were turning out to be corrupt files and it was a big headache that's all been righted so things are much better but uh, we're going to have not only part of some video stuff, but I'm also going to do some of it for the podcast um, and just use the sound bites from that. I thought it was really good. I thought it was, it was something cool that a sport that most people don't know the rules for, know of, but don't know the rules for. But these the, the Toronto Wolfpack, they're packing six and 7,000 people into a 7,000, 8,000 seater arena of stadium, Landport Stadium down in Liberty Village. And they're getting a, an, ima- an amount an immense amount of support, and it's it's amazing. And like I, most people that I talk to, don't know what's going on. They don't know rugby, but it's such, it's it's a perfect marriage. And uh, this will they'll say it in, in the interview when I do release it. But I was talking to Shabazz, who's in their front office, and he was like, the, "We we took a concert festival and a sporting event, and we married them together, and it, it's it, that is." Perfect, and that's something for me. Music is a big part of my life, and sport is a big part of my life. So to see that together, that's why I feel so comfortable. And if you've never been to a game, please, I from the bottom of my heart, it's twenty bucks to get in. Beers are like seven dollars in Toronto. You're not going to find that, you know. And and it's all craft beer, and the music's great, and the atmosphere is great. It's a two-hour game, but the beer gardens open an hour before, or two hours before, I think, and an hour after. It's it's such a good day, uh, and you're not going to find that value anywhere, anywhere in the GTA. One sec. Got to get a sip of coffee. So that leads me to my next little bit. As of right now, I haven't got a clear-cut answer from John DeNoir 
or Bob Walker about how they want to continue their show and if they do want to continue their show. Jesse is more than welcome anytime we do anything. Of course, I love having him here. I think he's a really funny guy. I think he's one of those truly funny guys. And uh, I always tell him he should do stand-up, and he said it's not for him. He prefers just to be the wise-ass in the corner. Um, but the Paul, the Ball Walker podcast is on hiatus or maybe shutting down. I'm not 100% sure. And John DeNoir, um, what the fuck do we call his show? It is going to make me crazy. Um you know, like, all of that is going to, at some point, resume. i got to imagine that once the weather starts to die down and it's not as nice outside, people are going to want to be inside recording. So we'll, we'll hold on to that for a little bit, and then we'll figure it out in a bit. But um, as of it stands right now, if you guys are curious about what's going on there, those guys are, are kind of on hiatus. And i gotta, I got to put out a lot of love and, and thanks and support to Aaron Chalupa. Uh, n- nobody, nobody that I know of in our network of, of people has, has been as productive going deep. Oh my God. I can't freak. Oh, Judge Norris podcast is going deep. Oh my God. That's how long it's been. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Aaron Chalupa has been an incredible support for this podcast and I feel bad because I can't give him more support we've been trying to nail down a day that we can do a, like a Skype call and I finally figured out how to do the Skype call properly so it'll sound really good um, yeah and so Aaron Chalupa you'll probably be listening to this I love you thank you so much for your ongoing support thank you so much for always being able to provide some content thank you so much for your patience I appreciate it so much um, and then uh, I've been talking to Miss Six Greta the Great A.K.A. G.G. Um, and she's thinking about doing her own show And I think she should She provides so much input I'm always learning some radical thing from her From you know like how millennials are dealing in the day I feel I don't feel as old after knowing a little bit more So I feel great about that But this podcast If you go back to the in the, the inception of this iteration of the podcast it's reminiscent about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Trust me when I say the last five months I have been surviving, but there seems to be a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, and I feel really good right now. So Greta's thinking about doing like a different approach to it, and I, I really like it. I think it's going to be really, really good. Um, but I don't want to ruin the surprise. I just want to put the little bug in your ear that there's a very good chance that um, 6 before 30 is going to be coming out. Um, as well as my wife, who's always been on the fence about the podcast. She doesn't agree with everything we talk about and everything we, we do, but she does appreciate the the avenue that it is. And she also appreciates what it does for me in, in the mindset of mentality. Um, we're about to launch a family vlog. And I, I hope too many people didn't groan about that, but for us... It's, it's a little bit of bringing her into this world and bringing her out of her box, which is something that we believe in in this house. It's, you know, it's okay to be out of your box and you just have to learn how to adapt. That's something that I've learned my whole life is you have to be able and willing to adapt. And this is a way for her to learn to do that. For her, she's always been a comfort zone person. Instead of going out and doing something completely different off the wall, she, she's more happy to be at home in the, the safe surroundings. Also, 
with having a baby, it's a little bit more difficult to go experience those new things. So this is the goal is we just want to bring people into our lives. We think that um, we, we do enough that's going to be entertaining. What I'm hoping to do is actually sitting down. Is what I'm hoping to do is sit down with Brittany and we can actually do like a little 10 or 15 minute podcast about what we want to accomplish with the podcast. But it's more than just like inviting people into our lives and, and creating an audience for our lives. It's also documenting Stella's growth as a, as a, not maybe not quite newborn, but like a, a toddler and on. And for me, it's, it's, I think it's going to be one thing that we can look back when she's 10 and 12 and 15 and 20 and laugh at some funny things and just like, uh, just a great time capsule. Um, so we're going to do that. Um, I'll, I'll hold off on the, on the name of the show and all that stuff. And when we sit down with Brittany, we can actually get like a proper, um, intro to it, but I want to put that bug into your ear as well. Um, I want to take a moment too to thank a lot of people that are important to this the success of this podcast. I gotta thank the great people at Superior Finish Painting Co. This is not an ad. Pretty much since day one, uh, support, um, finance. Um, I mean, they helped finance the original Billy Shears Podcast Studio. Um, always been there for support. Um, and, and I appreciate that. And, and I appreciate the support that comes from Kyle and the family there. And it's, it means the world. It really does it to have people jump on and not be, not he, they didn't say we want to support the podcast. They said, I want to support you. And, and that will be something I, I will hold on to forever. So Kyle and the good people at Superior Finch Painting Co. Um, thank you so much. I hope that the return has been somewhat there. Of course, um, 2020 Print Media, the guys that do our shirts, our hats, our decal stickers, um, our second round of business cards, all that stuff. Um, currently, um, I had this idea for this new new hat, and I put it together, and then I totally realized that I bought the wrong hats. So there will be a mistake slash new creation, new discovery with an After 30 uh, gear, and we're going to be launching some of that soon. Uh, as well, Virage Sale. Virage Sale came to us, and they they said that um, you know they, they like the concept of the of, of our podcast. John, they actually reached out to John, who is an administrator on our Facebook group. John brought it to me, and we made it happen. I mean, we haven't really seen a, a huge return yet, but I mean, it's not about huge returns; it's about a return. Um, and we, we're working on a couple other sponsors that are gonna, we're going to bring on. We're also going to be. I guess shifting some of that and how that gets approached and maybe make it a little bit better than, than inconsistent. At least that's our plan. Um, yeah. And so, so that I want to thank Dave, uh, for always being, well, was always being part of the podcast as much as he could. I know it's harder now to get him on, but I want to thank, of course, Kyle, uh, I've been there for the support, uh, Jared, of course, John DeNoir, Greta the Great, Bob Walker, um, Ashton Roberts, Aaron Chalupa, the Chalupa Cabra, um, always being there. All the support, like all our regulars on our Instagram and all that stuff. Um, thank you guys for all, all that support. Again, likes are currency, and I, and I hold them in, in huge regard. So thank you so much for anyone who's ever supported the podcast. I appreciate it so much. I feel like I'm missing somebody.
But, oh, Brad Myers. Brad Myers, I always throw out the bat signal. He always answers, so I appreciate Brad Myers for that. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, that being said, of course, I think I'm done. I think I, I, I put something out there, and just I just wanted to give a little insight. It's been something I've been thinking about for a little while. There, as soon as I hit... I hit stop on this record. I know that I'm going to remember something that I want to say, but I'll have to save it for another two years when I do another one of these. Um, yeah, guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much. I love and am so grateful for everything. Um, okay, that's that. Uh, now, now on to this. How long have I been rambling for? Let me just take a quick peek at that. Uh, 20 minutes. Okay, well... I think there's a, like 20, 25 minutes with Dr. Matt after this. Oh, I also want to thank the Toronto Wolf Pack for giving us our first ever media pass, a legit media pass, and uh, I, want to th- <laughs> I want to thank them for, <laughs> excuse me, for all of the love that they've given us. <coughs> Goddamn. Thank you, Toronto Wolf Pack. Seriously appreciate it. Uh, okay, I think that's it. So here it is, the interview with Dr. Matt. We did this weeks and weeks ago, um, probably months ago, actually. And um, I want to thank Dr. Matt for sitting down, just talking, putting it out there and and being okay to talk about it. And Dr. Matt, I want to thank you for the, uh, the love and support you've given back to the podcast. As well as I hope you achieve all your dreams and goals with dreams and goals with your business, with your clinic, with helping people. And, uh, and this is a guy, and I, I've, I know I've said it before, but yes, he has a business. Yes, he, make, he profits off people feeling better. But you'll never meet another chiropractor as passionate about helping people as Dr. Matt Poza. He truly is somebody who cares. Yes, yeah, the argument can be say, said if you really care, you do for free. But... That ain't real, and that's not in the real world. The real world is, if there is a service, then, then money must be rendered. Like that, that is that is the whole purpose of why we we do it. Doctor Matt does it right. Yes, it's all it's all worth it in the end. And he's an honest guy, and he'll give it to you straight up. I've I've talked to him about things. He's always been willing to listen. He's always taken the time to listen, explain things, and make things make sense. I appreciate you, Dr. Matt. The podcast appreciates you. We wish the Healthy Family Clinic, Milton, all the love and success. And I'll see you, actually, oddly enough, I'll see him in about an hour. Um, Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, my God. I can't believe I did this. Oh, if you got this part, thank you so, so much. Um, That being said, on with the show. This is the Not After 30 Podcast podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not For 30 podcast? I am in the field doing some interviewing and I've got with me one of, one of the old school guests from the Not For 30 podcast, my favorite chiropractor, Dr. Matt Pozo. What's up, Dr. Matt? What's up? This is awesome. Thanks yeah. for coming here. We are on location right now. We're at the Healthy Family Chiropractic Clinic in lovely Milton, Ontario. Um, me and Dr. Matt hook up. We do like a six-minute with Dr. Matt um, live feed on his on the clinic's page, on Facebook page. Um, you can check that out. We always have some fun doing that. Um, and we decided to do a little podcast as well. 
Dr. Matt, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, thanks for coming. So I had this, this I'm, I've been dealing with these challenges, and I wanna know if you feel, with this, feel the same, but uh, right now, um, I really want my entrepreneur game to get stronger. Um, you know, I have a family business, I work with a family business. Uh, you, you're doing the same thing, you're probably more on your own than I am. But what challenges do you see as a, as a young entrepreneur or a, a young doctor working in a practice? I think uh, you know one of the major things that I, that uh, that's really come up in the last couple of years, especially, is just the change in our population, just what's happening out there, and how to reach those people. So uh, you know the old school ways of running a business. Some of them still definitely apply, right? Like word of mouth. Word of mouth that is always, always and that's you're never gonna you're never gonna get away from that one. But the other thing, and and little things like actually doing good service, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, yeah, that also helps. Yeah, and actually being good with people. You know, th those are obviously those are the golden rules. But after that, really, you have to look at you know, and 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 I think Milton is probably one of the better examples because Milton's average age I think is around between 32 to 34. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's going to change because of the housing market and all that. But right now, 32 to 34. So the reality is a lot of these people are on Facebook. Mm -hmm. They're using social media. So a lot of the platforms that we have to use in order to drive the business has to be through social media. Right. Primarily, that's just where people spend their time. Um, I'm not a big fan of social media as far as health benefits because I see... But the reality is that's what people do. So what, what do you mean, like by how, like you mean like how to do it, like at home? Like just, well, when people are on social, well, people the average person is on uh, social media at least six hours a day. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. At least in my life, that sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, that's the. I started in my day with social media, which, which isn't. I don't. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but that's kind of like what we've been programmed. But that's the way it is, yeah. right? So, and that's what I mean. So, in other words, if let's say you weren't a patient. And I said, I know there's people like you out there that need this type of help. How do I reach you? Well, guess you just hit it. Right. Social media. Mm -hmm. um, and then, and believe it or not, you know, we're seeing a lot of older age groups as well. They're getting into it. Finally, so finally, it. right? Yeah. Um, and to each their own. Some people, it's just straightly fa Facebook, but now you have Instagram. You have, mm -hmm. But if you use those platforms and if you do just a really good job of just being quick, clean, just tell people what's up you'll be surprised of the the kind of return that you get on it. I think that's important. I think there's like this eight minute rule when it comes to social media where mm. anything over eight minutes, you're gonna drop dramatically the, the chance of views. And we've noticed it too with our with our Not After 30 YouTube channel. We started with just putting everything up there. Yeah. Um, like, you know, if we'd sit down for 90 minutes and we record the whole thing and put it up there, yeah. and it wouldn't get it wouldn't get touched, you know? And even the longevity, people would watch the first three minutes and then they would fast forward to like the, the halfway mark and then they would fast forward to the last five minutes. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and that, that spawned us to be like, okay, we need to do what, what is something that funny that happened in the episode yeah. that's eight to 10 minutes long, we'll put that up and then, and we'll, we'll, we'll link people to where they want, they want more of that. Right. Um, but my, my, probably my favorite podcaster, Joe Rogan, he puts a whole thing up and he gets half a million people watching live. And then he gets up to five million people re-watching that. Yeah. And then not only, not only that, but the eight to 10 people, million people that download his podcast still. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. He's the exception to the rule. Everybody else has to abide by the rule. Yeah. yeah. Well, because, and I think sometimes it's just, you never know what they're going to say. Right. You know, you know, there's that spontaneity, right? Which is another thing that you kind of want to hit on. Yeah. That's right. um, so putting information out there is really key. Um, but, uh, the the I think the reality is is 
the key to any business and the key to any success out there is when you figure out how to be the most authentic you mm. without having to diverge away from that. Right. And, and that, I'll, I'll tell you, that's the number one. Like, if I asked, um, maybe not in my year so much, I think there's still quite a few chiropractors, but I know a lot of people uh, that graduate, uh, especially in chiropractic, and if you were to follow these people after 10 years, about half of the people that graduate with a chiropractic degree are no longer doing chiropractic. Wow. Prime, not because they don't believe in it, not because, purely because of the stresses of maybe owning a business. But I really think it comes down to whether or not they were able to achieve their true self through their business without having to put on a, a fake front. Yeah. That makes like pretending, sense. like, you know, uh, today I showed you what I eat at home, right. but that's because I actually eat it. Right. It's like, real. It, and it's real, and I, actually, I wouldn't mind having some now. So, I have <laughs> yeah. idea. If it didn't yeah. make so much noise. It made a lot of noise, yeah. so we won't have it. Now, but oddly enough, my wife also buys those, yeah. and I've also been eyeballing them, but yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I think we're going to have some. Yeah, 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 yeah. This might get cut short by about four or five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that that's the purity in owning a business and Everybody needs a service. Everybody can benefit from most people's services. Mm -hmm. So it's never that the market's too saturated. It's not that those are excuses. The reality is it always it always always will boil down to the fact that some a lot of people are in business maybe for the wrong reason. Right. Or the other thing is they're maybe trying to treat people. I don't know. Like there's a lot of shady right. stuff. But if that's out of the equation, then it really what it comes down to is how much of you are you giving people? Okay, good because question. if you're constantly pretending to be something else, you know, you know, one of my coaches told me the world doesn't need uh, a makeshift Matthew. They need you, right? And your gifts, what you give. Okay, but let me let, let me just break it down for a second. I know you're a busy guy. Yeah. On a busy day, how many patients do you see? Uh, it really ranges. But uh, give me give me like what's the most you've done in a day? Then? Most, yeah, uh, 185. Okay, 185 people. How do you give 185 people the real Dr. Matt? Just being me. But does like, it, I don't, I don't. But doesn't that at, at some point, like the transfer of energy, like does that not then wear you down? No. It doesn't wear you down. No, because because the more and this and the, I'll tell you this is the absolute truth. When I first started off in practice, I was in a practice with two other people. Um, so I was an associate mm -hmm. and I had all these coaches and people I looked up to and literally I would try to be a little bit of that person a little bit of this person a little bit of this and what ended up happening is I wasn't myself anymore right makes sense I would even wear clothes that I didn't want to even want to wear right because you were mimicking the I'm trying to mimic the successful. success yeah, right and that's okay to start right but eventually I felt the wear yeah eventually you know I was seeing maybe 60 people in a day which is great by far but I felt tired because I had to put on this show, right? It was like, I, ha I have to be something that I'm not. Right. And, and all of a sudden, you know, I, again, I had another coach and he's like, well, stop doing that. Right. Why don't you just, you know, if you want to wear jeans, wear jeans. Right. If you want to, you're not putting on a show with people. You're there to take care of them and you need to be you. Right. I'm like, it sounds so simple. It does sound very simple. But what a difference and now I have all the energy I can adjust probably two three hundred people maybe not three hundred that's a well, lot that's not I still need that's, to get in and see yeah it. exactly yeah but but you know there volume doesn't matter now because I'm giving a hundred percent of just me I'm not faking it right right and if somebody says something I don't like 
then I'll either not respond right. or I'll answer it right truthfully there. And you know the way the office is set up. It's all open. Right. Everybody can hear. Everybody and, can hear. And tell you the truth, I love that. Yeah. Because everybody else will know if I'm bullshitting them. Right. Yeah. They'll be like, look, he, we're catching him in a lie. Yeah. And, and I think you, you, being, you're very honest to start and you don't, you don't hide anything either. No. Right. Which, yeah. which I think is very interesting. And maybe this just kind of circles back to the entrepreneurship. So you're a man of faith which is very respectable in today's day and age. And, but you don't shy away from that either. Like it, it's, it's part of the clinic, it's what the clinic is. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very respectable because one of the rules, one of the three rules of business is you don't talk politics, you don't talk sex, you don't talk religion. Mm-hmm. Three important rules, but you don't shy away from that, but you don't also put it front and center. No, that's right. right. Which I think is important, but yeah. if you're true to yourself and you're not working against a business yeah. model. Yeah, and it's also, it comes down to things like, you know, if you know, uh, a patient needs a hug, mm-hmm. hug them. Right, right, right. But it's got to be what you f- actually feel like doing versus th- kind of like pretending what would that other doctor do yeah, that's really right. successful? Would he hug? Like if I start asking those questions, but you're right. It's like I don't I don't talk openly about it, right. but if somebody asks a question or we start, I'll get into a full-on conversation yeah. too. Yeah. And, we, we, and I've talked Trudeau. I've yeah. talked sex. Really? Like, oh yeah. Well, what are you waiting some for? People, some people are like, "What's the best position?" Yeah. And all That's that not stuff. Hurt my back. Yeah. <laughs> no, legit. Like we get those questions out in the open. It's hilarious. With, but women with bad necks is <laughs> <laughs> jaw issues. <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah. but but you know what I mean? It's like, and that's okay. Like I don't I, like I know if another patient's listening to this, they're gonna be like, "He's being real." Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. I don't have to hide. Yes, and, and, and I realized that not only being a patient, but the first couple times you came on the podcast, you told some stories that were, you know, a little bit more like loose, you know, that weren't like, I'm worried if a, if a, if a patient hears this, what are they going to oh say? Oh my gosh, yeah. Right, and, and that's very respectful, and that's you living the being yourself and not just, that's not a front. So that, and that's the other thing with, I think, business. Mm-hmm. It's everybody's got this inborn and we can go faith-based with this if you want but we don't have to i think but everybody does have a purpose mm-hmm. everybody's got a desire a burning desire in their body to be the best self right right nobody wants to be less of themselves right. in fact what i believe is even with depression and anxiety is when people are mourning their actual true potential wow so that's strong right that's, that's strong. like when i look at i know it's crazy yeah. it's a, yeah, yeah. it's a, such a good line and it and it's so true because you know the reason why you know Raptors won yesterday we're all excited because you see the potential in that team you right. see that you know they can kick they, butt they couldn't miss a basket last they could yeah, yeah they're shooting 90 whatever anyway this is going to turn sports yeah, real quick yeah, but but you know what i mean yeah, yeah. it's like it's that potential so everybody's got this potential to be great mm-hmm. there's nobody that doesn't it's whether or not they go for it right it's whether or not and that in in that comes fear you know when i moved my practice uh, to to Milton, I had to get. No, I shouldn't say get rid. I had to lose a lot of my patients. Right. You know these people. I built up trust. The people that I loved taking yeah. care of. The relationships. The relationships. Yeah. That's huge to me. And and all of a sudden, I had to lose all that. But I I had I knew deep inside my heart that I had a purpose, mm-hmm. and my purpose was to be in Milton. Yeah. It was calling me. I just I felt it in every every cell of my body, and I said, you know what? It's going to be good. And then we literally. When I take, took over this practice, we lost 90% of the patients that were already here. Wow. We 
the whole staff got we I shouldn't say get rid of, but again turned over. they turned over. Yeah. Um, we completely started fresh, mm-hmm. and with, within a year, I was busier than I was after two and a half years in the other place. And okay, now not to take anything away from your ability, but right. you're you're very strong as a doctor, which is like I'm grateful <clears throat> for that. Um, but you're honest. Yeah. What other attributes? What other pillars of like the doctor Matt? Key to success are there other than ability, honesty? Again, it it always, it goes back to just do what, you, do what's right. So maybe like passion, maybe. Pa- passion is big, but you have to have an outlet for your passion. Mm-hmm. So this is my outlet. Right. So I tell you, dude, you see me in my prime. Right. Right. If you see me at home and I'm not doing chiropractic, well, I'm you're gonna see he's not on. Right. But it's also downtime. Like I, I feel like I'm the same way. I, I need my downtime. You spend. I know. I, I listen. You not only have a physical job, but I mean it's not physical like labor. But you're still using your body throughout oh, yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah. But you're also talking the whole day. You're engaging the whole day. At some point, you need to come down from that. You need that downtime. So that's you. But that's you at home. I gotta imagine. I'm always on. Actually, you're always on. I'm always. On. Power's always on. <laughs> that's like as my wife. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, She'll tell okay. you. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't ask all the questions. Yeah. But, but no, but it, the reality is, is I actually, I don't switch modes. I don't say, this is my life at home. This is, you know, I'm always, first of all, I'm always talking chiropractic, mm-hmm. right? And my wife probably has a degree right. in chiropractic just by just by association. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But what, you know, the values that I carry at the office are the same values I have here. So I don't switch. Like, I can go to the store. I can go to the beer store. You can see me at the beer store. And guess what kind of beer I'm most likely going to buy? Some type of organic. Right. Right? Mill Street. Mill Street, right? Yeah. It's like the the things that I, that I preach in here doesn't change because I'm at home. Okay. And I'll tell you, there's less wear and tear there, too. Makes sense. So, so the more authentic you that you can be... Mm-hmm. Not only the better business you'll have, but the better relationships, the better, just everything around you just it gravitates to that. And but that's the struggle because right. there's a fear with that because the reality is like any other business too. What if I do this and people don't want it? Right. That's a, that's a big fear. But you also have to have the trust in your ability. Hundred percent. And and the model you've already built. Yeah. And and so I I've always had the I've always had the idea in my head that everybody needs what I have. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs it, and that's a fact of that's just the law of nature and just the way it is. Mm. But what I can also say is that not everybody wants it. Yeah, and that's fair to say. And I'm cool with that. Yeah, right. And, and I think I wasn't cool with that when I started. Right, because be, now I don't want to say brainwash, but you had you had so much knowledge and you're just bursting at the seams. Yeah. And how could anybody not want this? Yes. Because you already know the benefit of it, but yeah, you but have to you have to preach to the to the people that want to hear it. Exactly, the people that don't and the it. people that want it will get it. The people right. that don't, well, maybe we've we've helped them along a little bit. Mm-hmm. They've learned some knowledge, and maybe later on it'll be right for them. Yeah, right. It's it, and and so with a business and with anything you offer, it's you know, and it doesn't matter what kind of business it is. The owner, the person that's that's doing all the the groundwork at start, really needs to to. To have that vision for themselves, for their office, mm-hmm. and live that out. Right. The moment, so if a patient comes in here and says, you know, let's say a new patient off the street, never met them, they're in, they're, let's say no pain, but they say, I've been to a chiropractor before, I just need a quick snap and I'll be out of here. Right. 
A, that goes against every fiber in my body. Mm. Not because I don't want to help them. In fact, it's the opposite. I really want to help this person. But the other thing is they, they guaranteed don't understand what it is that we actually do. Okay. They, I also don't ever treat anybody unless they understand everything first. Mm -hmm. We go through all our processes. I do my x-rays, right? I don't succumb to the pressure because what if that person doesn't like me saying no? Right. Right? And I lose business, but I don't lose. Right. You're, you're, you're probably, it's a good way to filter the people that you want. 100%. And, and staying true to what you know. Yeah. Right? Stay true to it. And there's also, I'm a little bit lost in thought, but there's also a matter of, you you can't change the mind of the ones who aren't willing to listen to the knowledge first. No. You said you said something that's very important is that you want to show them the process. The more that they know, the more that makes your job easier. The same works in my business too. The knowledge is power. If you give them as much power as possible, yeah. they can make a very conscious decision whether this works for them or not. Hundred yeah. percent. And especially in any type of service industry, that's service. Right. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, you're serving somebody. Right. So you're in a position of, not power, but you're in a position of literally like teamwork. Right. And, and it doesn't, it really doesn't matter what, you know, you could be hands-on with mm -hmm. people or you can be behind a, 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 a counter, like selling them a product. It doesn't matter. If you, if you go into any situation as a form of service or the garbage guy that comes around, man, kudos to that guy. Cause he's on a truck. It could be raining outside. Right. He's performing a service right, though. Right. right? And, and I would never look down upon that because I need that service. Right, 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 right. Right? And in fact, I don't want to do that. People in the service industry know, are grateful of other people in the service industry. 100%. Yeah. Because they understand that. Right. But, but everybody's in a service industry. Okay, so let me ask you, and we'll close off with this. Yeah. Dr. Matt, everything goes your way. Everything's kind of where you kind of planned it. Where does Dr. Matt and the Healthy Family Chiropractic, where does that... Where's the end game with that for you? I don't have an end game. Okay, so there, <laughs> so there's there's no like. I don't retire. You don't retire. You just work until. I'll work until the day I die. But is is the goal like this location? Is it a, a big oh yeah yeah location? yeah, yeah. the it, goal oh yeah like, like oh you mean like that doctor, like not not ten doctor mats but ten ten doctors who are passionate like you are. I would love that, and the biggest thing with that is also the fact that we're reaching more people. Right. If we can create an office where people feel safe, people feel like people actually care, um, that people can get better, they can actually get better, they can come off drugs, they can feel better. You know, that's the end game. So if we can create an environment, a larger office with that, I would love to do that. And it and it is something I have on my vision board. Um, and I do have a vision board. Um, which has those type of things. You know, what does the office look like? So that's why we're doing renovations because right. I'm already thinking, how do we help more people but give them better quality? It's always about higher quality, not less quality because we see more people. Right. Right? It's, it's always got to be quality first. And, and, um, and so, yeah, that, that's, that's the next step, right? Okay. And if I can find something around Milton or if you know anybody that's... <laughs> That's got Our property or yeah, something yeah. like that because that's, I would in five years love to do that. Right on. Yep. Well, I believe that you'll get there. You are 
you have all the keys for success plus the right attitude for it. Dr. Matt, where can people find you? The, the Healthy Family Clinic. Where are Where is the social media, the, the six minutes with Dr. Matt? So that's on our Facebook page. So The Healthy Family, um, and uh, or probably just search it. The Healthy Family the Chiropractic. Healthy Family on Facebook. On Facebook. Or uh, Dr. Matt Poza, Dr. Matthew Poza. Dr. Matthew Poza on Facebook, right? So we got all those uh, uh, threads on there. We also do Instagram um, and- uh, What's the Instagram handle? I have uh, <laughs> no idea. It's probably <laughs> Healthy Family Milton yes. or something like that. Um, or you could just look us up online, thehealthyfamily.ca. Right so a lot of good information on there. But uh, and really quickly, before we uh, the one last thing I want you to bring up is the uh, compassion program. Can you please yeah. just bring that up really quickly and just give people an idea for it and how easy it is just yeah. to come in and grab one and, and donate to the cause. Yeah, so uh, we, we've teamed up with uh, uh, these chiropractors that are worldwide, um, and what we do is we go out on mission trips where we not only uh, bring chiropractic to a community, um, but we also uh, bring money with us to, to help them with whatever community project they have. So versus you know us telling people, this will be good for you, we don't do that. We, it's more the, the game is we, we go into a community with Compassion Canada, They've already set us up with key uh, people in that community, and they'll say, "Listen, we really need a vocational school, or we really need something," and we go out and and try and make that happen for okay. them. So, uh, so a new patient could come in. Yeah. And what would they ask for? So, when a new patient comes in, they would get a, a pass. A com- it's called a compassion pass, mm-hmm. and that compassion pass entitles them to a severely reduced rate to get their their exam. But part of that means that we will donate that rate that they get towards compassion projects. Right on. So it's uh, the way that we look at it is helping two people. Right. Right. And uh, if it means somebody gets help, then they get help. Right. Okay. So we're going to tie this one off. Uh, Dr. Matt, will you come do this again? Or will oh, you let oh me yeah. Do this again? Maybe I'll interview you next. I'll yes. Interview you. So what we're going to do, once we get the new studio up, uh, yes. you'll be one of the top guests. Yeah. Uh, do you have a drink of choice? I do. What's that? I like gin. Gin. Try the rose drink, rose gin. Been there, done that. We actually had that on. Our, we did a gin drinking companion, uh, yeah. but we'll have to do another one. And okay. we'll do it. I really like that one. It is. It's very good. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's good on its own, or it, just like one hit ice Surprising. Cream. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Doctor Matt, we'll have you back on again. Thank you so Cheers. much for doing this. Thank you. Thank you. Find Doctor Matt if you, if you're looking for a chiropractor in Milton, or if you're just curious, check out his stuff online. There's lots of information there. One thing that you should take away that knowledge is power. So go get some knowledge from Dr. Matt. Good source for it. Thank you so much for listening, Dr. Matt. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.